Hey guys, what's happening? Special bonus, bonus episode today. I just, uh, once in a while, I like to throw an extra one out on a Thursday for you guys. And this is it. Cool episode. Uh, last week, out of a tooth break. Broken tooth just out of nowhere. Cracked tooth. Nothing worse than that. Got no dentist in L.A. that I would call my own. And I end up doing a show at the Improv. And I meet this comedian who's a dentist. Shailen McDonough. Yes. Decide to have him on my show. I go and get my tooth fixed. I'm blown away by this dentist office just state-of-the-art crazy shit he fixes up my tooth makes it all nice and he's a comedian he just started out and i was like wow this is kind of cool outside the box the guy's a dentist but now he's i think 36 wants to be a comedian and he was he had some funny ass shit man about being a dentist that he was slinging on the stage so I was like, fuck it, I gotta have this guy on. He did me right, fixed my tooth, and he's uh, got interesting tales, man. I mean, basically, I hate the dentist. Most people hate the dentist. So, you know, we talked about what they hate, what he hates about it, what he likes about it, what I hate about the dentist. Mostly, I hate that fucking sound of the drill. How is it 2013, and they haven't got rid of that sound yet, right? Just, I mean, you're all numb. You don't feel anything, but you fucking hear that thing. That's the worst. If they could silence that thing, you wouldn't mind going to the dentist, right? I mean, I wouldn't. So anyway, interesting episode, man. I like I like this episode. It's cool. Like he talks about. Fucking what it costs to be a dentist, you know? He had to go to school. He owes crazy money on on student loans. You know? He's got kooky customers. Whatever. Check it out. It's fun. It's funny. There's some amazing story about what a, his ex-lady did to him. You got to hear that. Check it out. Sit back and enjoy the dentist. The comic. The dentist. The man. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. I do these intros at like 3 in the morning when I get home. It's 2.40 a.m. on a, you know, Wednesday night. Here I am talking nonsense. Quick, couple quick notes before I start the episode. First of all, thanks for everybody that listened to the Steve Simone, Steve Renazizi episode with the Fantasy Rock League. I got a lot of tweets on that. That was cool. You guys... Had some interesting bands. I'd love to see what the Dell Razors uh, think their dream band would be. That's super cool. Kind of lets you know who the person is, right? I like that. Now I'm doing it on every episode. I didn't do it with Shaylin, which is weird because I recorded this episode last Saturday before I had the idea. But for now on, I'm going to ask guests who their fantasy rock band was. So thanks for tweeting those guys. Also, thanks for your emails. Don't forget, you want to donate to the podcast, hit me at deandelray at yahoo.com. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. And most important, check it out on allthingscomedy.com. I'm on allthingscomedy.com. Love the website. Love that. 
all kinds of great uh, podcasts on that website, Al Madrigal, Bill Burr's uh, Network, All Things Comedy. Last but not least, don't forget, this weekend, big event at Glory, my new sponsor for the podcast, Glory Sales and Service, right in Hollywood. They're located at 4659 Hollywood Boulevard. It's one of my favorite stores. They got Red Wings. They sell Rolling Sands apparel. They've got helmets, jeans. They've got their own line of jeans. And they've got this big event this weekend, 9 and 10 of November. I'm going to be out there. Come by Hollywood. Ride your motorcycle there or or drive over. Hang out. Check it out. They're going to have a big sale. And if you mention me, you'll get a $10 uh, gift card there. So don't miss that. This weekend, 9 and 10, let you know what's going on there. Red Wings is going to be there. And you can get your Red Wings shoes tattooed. Roland Sands is going to uh, debut some of his new clothing line. I love his jackets. I rock one. Roland Rules. He's going to have some of his bikes there. Also, if you buy a Roland Sands jacket, you can get a $50 gift card from Glory for a future purchase. And then Rail Car Fine Goods is going to be there with their jeans, jackets, and shirts, and their sewing machine. If you got some old holy jeans, they'll be sewing up holes. Come on out. Glory this weekend in Hollywood on Saturday and Sunday. Do not miss it. Love Glory. Old school man shop. They got women's stuff too, but I just go in there and I feel like this is some man stuff. I love it. Man stuff. Check their website, glorysales.com. They rock. All right, here we go. I got to get out of here. It's been five minutes. I know you guys are fuck, man. Come on with the episode. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I love you. I mean it. And come see me in Vegas. I'll be in Vegas from Monday to Sunday, November 11th through the 17th. Come out. I'll be there. And then don't forget, big show, November 20th, San Francisco Punchline, me and Red Band, the Death Squad, the Dell Razors. Come on out. Here we go. Shaylin's going to talk to you. The dentist comic. Thank you, guys. All right, here we are. Another episode of Let There Be Talk. Uh, uh, let's see. I've, I've got a crazy... This is a totally outside-the-box guest. And if you listen to my show, uh, it's cool because I figure you kind of like different shit. So uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Shaylin McDonough. I'm a dentist slash uh, comedian. That's right, which is uh, how we met. All right. So we met last week. I was uh, once a week. I host this um, this uh, show that's like a it's a graduation show for a comedy school in town, and I, I host it like once a month. Kind of I like doing it because it's kind of like I remember when my first gig happened, right. and and it's fun to to like help out uh-huh. and see. Uh, people do their first it's like their first show and it's always at the improv on a sunday uh, at the end of the month and so i'm doing it this time and i'm watching you and you're and and you're funny thanks man and then i was like how old are you 37 36 36 so i was like this guy's similar to me to where you started comedy in the like 
like in the not in the middle of your life, but yeah, it's like 36 on. years old. You go, hey, I started at 44. Uh-huh. It's like, hey, I'm going to do comedy, which is a weird story, you know, because uh, you're a dentist and right. you make money. Right. Right. Yeah, and uh, I was like, oh, I got to have this guy on the show just because, first of all, there's all kinds of weird shit with dentists that I, <laughs> over my life that I want to uh, talk to you about. And also, uh, how'd you get into comedy? We talked Bill Burr. You liked Bill Burr? I'm a huge fan of Bill Burr. I think I've always liked comedy. You know, I grew up. I remember when I was a kid, I'd watch like half hour comedy hour on MTV. You remember that? Yep. With uh, Mario Joyner. Yep. And then I just kind of always wanted to do it. That's actually why I came out to LA to. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Elko, Nevada, a really small town right? in Nevada. So um, a lot of meth there. I think there's meth there now, not when I was going. <laughs> no, I w- I, they I w- probably need dentists up there. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Need, you can make a killing. My mom always wants me to go back there. But, but they don't have any money. Meth heads don't have you know money, what, right? You know what they got there? It's a huge mining industry. Lots of insurance oh, yeah. people. The, the dentists there are rich people. They're making yeah, it happen. Yeah, you're right. Like, I was in Ely, Nevada. Right. And that's a huge mining <laughs> town. Yeah, copper I, mines there. I, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is strange because I shot a movie in Ely, Nevada, and it's a place I thought I'd never be in my life. I uh-huh. uh, flew in on a fucking, you know, piece of shit plane, landed on some guy's awesome. backyard, uh-huh. and uh, basically was in Ely, Nevada for six weeks. While I was there... There's like one street, like five businesses. One was a whorehouse, which was the weirdest thing I've ever seen (laughs) because it was basically just some shit bar (laughs) with a couple hillbilly chicks that blew miners. Right. Right. Do, Do you remember the name of the whorehouse? I don't. It's uh, just there in Ely, Nevada. I mean, there's only one. We used to prank him when I was a kid. Oh, you would call that place? The call call him an Elko. Right, right, right. So the weird thing about mining towns is... Everyone works at the mine. Everybody. And then everybody lives in this small town. So it's just drama city. It's unbelievable how evil the people are. (laughs) And there's no chicks. So... None. Like like a like a black bear could roll right. into town and people would be like, hey, that bear's kind of hot. If, if, <laughs> if you're in a place like Ely, you don't want to hit on one. It's bad for your self esteem. You'll get put down because honestly, there's there's oh. girls there that are like twos that are acting like tens. Man. Oh, they own it. It's right? awful. Yeah, they own it. I grew up. I grew up with girls like that. It's terrible. Here's the interesting thing about mining towns, which this podcast just got into mining <laughs> towns, is. These people make fucking crazy money, right. yeah. but they live in Ely, Nevada. That's a trade-off. And they get addicted to the money. Like, right. instead of going, I'm going to work here one year, uh-huh. bank up like 200 grand, and then go live somewhere and start over, no. they just stay out there, and it's cold as fuck. It's dangerous. This mine, the guy took us to the mine. Right. It is so crazy scary, man. Yeah. Like you're down inside these yeah. mines. They're fucking blasting shit. Yeah, dynamite and everything. Yeah, and they're pulling copper, which people, you know, copper is worth as much as gold now because of all the wiring and right. ammo. Uh-huh. Copper is used in yeah. ammo. Well, it's absolutely valuable, and copper is. Yeah, yeah. crazy. I mean, Uh like, it's a huge copper mine. I mean, they get gold out of there and everything, but this fucking thing is huge. Anyway, so you're from Nevada, and you come out to L.A. to to be a comedian? I came out to L.A. I was practicing, actually, in Tucson, Arizona for almost three years. Yep. And I tried an open mic there. Here, 
Tucson, Arizona. It's a college town slash retirement community. Right. It's neither. You know? Where'd you so, go? Tucson Improv or? There's, this is called Laughs. Laughs. Club gotcha. called Laughs. So, you know, I did it there like five times, not a lot. And then I came, I, then I How just, long ago was this? This was, um, this was, let's see, I graduated dental school in 07. So it was 07 to about 2010. Wow. And then... And you did five open mics in that time. Five open mics in that time. And each time did it just suck ass? The first time was pretty good. Then there was a couple bad times. I tried something new every time. That's you know? good. Yeah. So it went all right. You know, actually, the crowd there was pretty cool. It's, it's like better than open mics, some of the open mics around here. Well, they know? have a real audience, right? Yeah, it's a real yeah. audience. And do people yeah. go there like, let's go and just clown these new fools? There's, there's a couple people like that. But, you know... It, it was a bunch of guys, all the guys in Tucson, that's all they, like the comedians, I'm sure that, yeah. that's what they look all they got. to once a week was doing that. And maybe if they're good, they'd do like a Friday, Saturday show when some kind of headliner was coming through. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, they get to open because yeah. the club starts digging them. Right. Like there's some guys you can tell right away, oh, this guy's got it. Right. And they're going to start going. Like I watched you, you had the mechanics down. Uh-huh. Uh, you got some jokes. Uh-huh. You're talking about yourself. Some of the key problems. Uh, I'm only new. I'm four years in. But some you're, of the things. You're professional. I've been watching. <laughs> you're good, man. Yeah, but I'm not even close to the guys that I love. You know uh-huh. what I mean? I'm good in the beginners. You know what I mean? That's I- how I feel. But you're doing the right things. You're talking about your job, your life. A lot uh-huh. of people are just like, hey, how about this and that? But I don't know anything about the fucking person. Okay. In your five-minute set, I knew you were yeah. a dentist, and you had some funny-ass shit about being a dentist. And uh-huh. I was like, this is cool. Like, Ken John was a doctor from yeah. The Hangover. Yeah. And he, I don't know his life story, but I knew he was a doctor, and then right. he would go out at night. I, I wasn't around doing comedy when he'd go, but I guess he would go out and do shows. Oh, he was, huh? Like a full comic, I yeah. yeah. I didn't either. Yeah. So, um... You know, you're a dentist, and right away, I got the gist of what you were as a comedian, which is what you want to get out of a five-minute set. You want to get what the person is, Uh I feel. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this fucking guy's a dentist. That's interesting that you thought, because I was thinking, sometimes I see guys go up, you know, because I'm watching it a lot, even though I haven't performed that much, and I see a guy like... Adam Mike, like, I'm an accountant or I'm a lawyer. I'm like, why don't you just be funny, dude? You know? uh, Well, that's cool to say that Uh if you have funny stuff about it. Right. Now, if you just up there going, yeah, I'm a lawyer and uh, stop complaining about my fees and stuff, then it's like, hey, get this guy out of here. Right. I always feel if you're going to, this is my, uh, when I started comedy, I wasn't working, um, but I always felt if you were working, it's always a job you used to have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't want to look right, like right. you're working. Yeah. You, you because like the audience goes, yeah, this guy's a comedian, mm-hmm. yeah. but he used to be a dentist. Man, right. he must be successful to leave right. that. <laughs> you, know? yeah. so you, you want that. It's not an illusion, but you want right away to people not to go like this. He's a part timer. Right. You don't want to be a part timer. Yeah. I think the most important thing is to be funny. Yeah. And not rest on what you've done before, but just be yeah. funny, you know? So, uh, yeah, when I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to tell some dental jokes. I was messing around with some other stuff. But the, the, those dental jokes, you know, the material just came like so natural. Well, that's because it's know? fucking, it's real. Right. If you try to make up a story, you know, it's, it's not it, authentic. When I first started, I made up a story about something I thought was, uh, there was a scenario I thought was funny. Uh-huh. So then I thought, 
well, I'll just make up the scenario as me. Like, you know, uh-huh. let's just say I saw a guy fucking slip and fall at Ralph's <laughs> on some, you know, you know, mayonnaise or whatever. Right. This is so stupid what I'm talking about. I don't even I don't remember what it was, but I made some scenario up and it felt so damn fake right. that I it was it failed as I was sending it out. <laughs> Because it was just phony. Did you do it? Did you do it one time, or did you do it several? Yeah, times? I did it one time because it just felt right. bad. Like uh, you know, it felt like you know, just shitty sex right. or something. You're just up there and you're going, oh, that just felt wrong. Right. Right. And I, I had the sense early on of what felt wrong and right on stage. Uh-huh. You know, I'd rather bomb with my own stuff right. than make up scenarios. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's got to be a bad feeling, I think. Well, if you're that kind of comic where you make up characters and st- stuff, that's cool. Uh-huh. You know, where you're like, I say Andy Kaufman or whatever, right. and you're making up these cool-ass things, you know? But if it's just you're making up stories to get a funny joke... Eh, I don't know about that. Yeah, you know, I would actually like to see you not be funny because I've seen you a lot of times and you <laughs> oh, it killed it all every the time. time man. Really? Oh yeah, dude. That's a, well, that's good to hear. You know, for a beginner, you have to eat shit. Right. You have to eat shit, and uh-huh. I I don't even mind eating shit now, um, because before, and I've said this many times on podcasts. I I I wanted to kill all the time, so I would be asked back at at first. Right. But once the club has confidence in you and believes in you, say a few years down the road, and they start booking you, you get a little bit of leeway to try Creative. stuff and eat dick. Because right. they know that any, any minute you could get them back with one of your jokes, right. hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a cool challenge. My favorite thing about Bill Burr is he'll go up on stage and he'll start with the most outrageous fucking punch to the face. Just out the gate? Yeah, like mm-hmm. just, I think, I, I haven't really asked He's him about it. it all the time. Right, and I think that if he says stuff like, I'm glad Hurricane Sandy happened. That's the first thing he says. The audience is going to be like, what? Yeah. But then he's going to give you his reasoning why. And it's by the end of the time, end of the joke, you're going to be like, yeah, I guess I'm with him. <laughs> you know, and that's a fucking radical challenge. Uh-huh. I've, I've had I've made mistakes where I go up and I just chew on the audience at first. Uh-huh. Like shit on them for a minute, and that doesn't work. Yeah, you want them to like you. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, well, you don't, don't want to kiss ass, but you don't right. want to fucking. You don't want to be like, look at this fucking asshole, unless they're being an <laughs> asshole. You were messing with those uh, Austrians all yeah. all last Sunday. It yeah, well, people are loving that too. Well, the Austrians suck they because suck. they were there for no. Okay, we Why did a were show. They there? Do you know? I'm going to give you, give the uh, scenario to the audience. We're doing the show at the Improv. It's packed, and for some reason, there's four fucking <laughs> just cement faces up oh, in the front, man. and they're stone cement right. faces. And, and I'm figuring, well, they're either here to see a friend, which is always the case on these uh, graduation shows. Right. People think it's a competition, and they'll be like, we don't laugh at anyone but our friend. Yeah, or stupid. they're uh, just there for some weird reason, which right. was their case. They just were tourists, tourists. that were like, let's do everything in Hollywood. Uh-huh. One was going to the um, improv on a Sunday, Sunday at night. 7. <laughs> just look. 
just being pain in the asses, staring up. You oh, know? they were the worst. Yeah, they were. I, I avoided them when I was up there. I didn't even look their yeah. direction. I even requested an audience move. Yeah. <laughs> can we? Sub- that was awesome, man. Yeah, can we sub these four fuckers <laughs> yeah. for some fun people right, up front? Right. You know, sometimes you get the wrong people, people in the front. People love that, man. Yeah. They do. They definitely love. the wrong crowd sitting up there. That it's night. only good to rip on people if they uh, deserve to be ripped right. on. And yeah. those four people just didn't know what the fuck was going on. Right. But here's the great thing: after the show, there you were great. It's like <laughs> get the fuck they out said of that? here. Yeah, yeah, they okay. did. After I shit on them, right. for, but they were pretty fun though. Yeah. They said they like cocaine. The one they, lady one who did. was probably in her late forties said she had fucked many dudes. Right. <laughs> And uh, and they were just Austrian uh-huh. partiers. It yeah. was kind of cool. You, you were calling the old guy, you called him Gertrude Dick with Wings is what you nicknamed him. That's right. right. It's just, I mean, you know, shit comes out of my right, mouth. It's right. just weird. That was pretty good. So now you you, you did the Improv Sunday. Yeah. And what was that? Like your 10th show or something? Probably something something like that. You know, I've, I've done some open mics. I've done some shows uh, over at Flappers in Burbank, you know. Uh-huh. So... Um, yeah, it, I haven't done too many shows. Probably a few more than ten. I've done the Tribal Cafe here and there. Now, do you want it? You want to do it serious? I want to do it serious, man. Now, what got you into it? Uh, we were talking about. You said you're, you know, the Mario Joiner MTV. But right. who were the early people that you liked and oh, shit man. that got you going? I was a huge Richard Pryor when I was a kid. Of course, he, right? He was the man, Richard Pryor was good. Who turned you onto it? You're living up there in fucking Meth Meth Nevada. Yeah, no one turned me on. To, I think there was a guy when I when I was going to college, really funny. Yeah, and I was like, you know, and I I was aware of comedy, so you know, I felt like I was reasonably funny enough to get in, you know, to start doing it. I'm not like a really loud guy or anything. Yeah. But, uh, now you're what I would call, one, like I said on the Pete Holmes podcast, a good-looking comic. Oh yeah, well thank you. <laughs> I'm not Poor gay. comic, right? Right. You're a dentist, uh-huh. and last night I was uh, after you worked on my teeth, I was thinking. He's like a general hospital guy. Like when <laughs> when I was young, I lost my appendix. I had to watch soaps in the hospital, oh, okay. and I would say, "Look at these goddamn doctors," because I was in the hospital, and uh-huh. I was like. These like the chick had giant tits, right. the, the the nurse, you know, and then they had like Blackie or whatever. And these guys, I, I don't even remember, but they were all good looking dudes. And, uh-huh. and I was like, there's no fucking guys that look like uh-huh. this in the in the biz. I'm in the hospital uh-huh. right now. But you're like a good looking dude, which is hilarious because uh, every dentist I've ever had is just fucking like old as dust. Or like probably Asian or uh, Indian, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I guess I'm a reasonably decent looking guy. I, I get a lot of women patients who give me their numbers and stuff like that. I actually. could imagine. Yeah. I could imagine. Yeah. We're going to go all over on this interview, uh, but it, we'll go. It, we'll weave in and out. But uh, I had a buddy um, who liked his dentist. She was hot. There's a lot of women dentists these days, actually. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Now, he's a... Uh, he's, uh, He's, a, he's an acquaintance. He's a friend, but he also does some shitty stuff. This was one of the shitty things he did. Uh, he we went to this dentist, uh, got a shitload of work done, and then hit on her, and she said, sorry, I'm not interested. And then he didn't pay her. He's like, oh, I didn't even oh want this God. dental work done. What a what dick What a douchebag, right? Man. What a dick. 
getting all kinds of dental work for a date, man? Yeah, and then he doesn't he pay her. Man. Yeah, and that's not oh, fucking man. cool. That's weak. It's like, dude, man up. Right. Pay the lady for her time. Yeah. She didn't like it on you. Fucking plus you can't do that. You can't date your patients, right? That's yeah. a big time no no. You can get in some big trouble. Really? You can? Oh yeah. How come? It's a, it's a violation. Is it a, a violation? It's an ethical violation because as a professional, you, you know, you're looking above them, you know, taking care of them. And sometimes they can look up to you. you oh, know, and they and say you're taking take advantage, advantage of, of that. You Is know? it illegal? It's not illegal. I, but I, will you lose your license, I'm saying? You can get in trouble, yeah. Wow. Licensure's kind of trouble, you know. If I don't even mess with it, you know. Well, that sucks because that's where you're at all the time. Right. And you see a hot chick come in. Right. Can you say, I'm opting not to work on you so we could go out? <laughs> I've never Maybe done that. Thro I've never throw done it that. to right, one of your right. other dudes? Give it to an associate? Yeah. No, no. You know what? Actually, in Thousand Oaks, there's a lot of good-looking older I started Yeah, dating, that's man. a cougar nation out I there, started, right? I was dating a cougar. I fell in love with a cougar out there. And what happened? Um, you know, she's a little Wait, bit she was a patient? No, I met her when I was getting my hair cut out there. She's a stylist. Uh-huh. She's actually a big-time model from back in the day. Wow. Her name is Brooke Morales. Like, um, have you ever seen that movie Encino Man? Of course, Polly Shore, yeah. my man. But, yeah, buddy. Yeah, shout but, out to the Polly Shore, the first one ever on right. Let There Be Talk. Oh, okay, yeah. I've yeah. been trying to get fucking Polly on this podcast because we talk a lot of 80s rock. He's all, buddy. No, yeah, not yeah. gonna do it, buddy. That's right up your alley, right there. He's my fucking Paul. friend. Yeah, he's got the picture, right? He's over at the store. Yeah, he's my time. friend. Right, well, right. he owns the store. His okay. mom owns the store. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. I love the guy. Anyway, she was in Encino Man. Well, you know the scene in Encino Man when the caveman comes in the bedroom, right? And there's a hot poster of a woman, and yeah. he's like. Paulie, Paulie Shore's like, babe, Betty, right? In yeah. the, in the, they're both drooling. That was her. Wow. She's in, uh, she's in like base. She's big. Like, they have those, uh, like baseball carts for really hot chicks. Oh, called yeah. Bench warmer. I call them rub warmers. Rub warmers. Pocket she, rubbers. She's a bench warmer chick. <laughs> You just, so, those are like for weirdos on Greyhound right. buses, right? With no computers. Right. They just whip out like their bench warmers. They put them down. I'll, I'll trade you right. Sandy Marie for Jenny uh, McCarthy. You right. know, and you're like, here you go, dude. Right? If, if collecting baseball cards wasn't weird enough, the bench warmers a whole new level That's of weird. so right? fucking weird, right? Yeah. Bench yeah. warmers. Yeah. Okay, so you fall so in love with her? Uh, I fell in love with her, man. She was... She was the nicest. She was hot. Everything with her was unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, she this just chick was fuck just like cool crazy. Oh, best ever. Wow. Best ever. How old Hands was she? Down. She is uh, 48 right now. So she's older. But uh, yeah, we fell in love. Cougar, we were, that's like my age. <laughs> yeah, we, were, we fell in love. We were dating. It was getting pretty serious. And I. First, actually, first day I went out with her, she got me out of a DUI. What? It was crazy. Well, like, how, what happened? We uh, we went to we like she cut my hair, you know, and mm -hmm. uh, there there was something there, like the the very second, you know, and she gave me my number, and I was, her her number, and I right. could tell I was like, this woman's coming on to me. That's you know? hot. And um, she gave me her number supposedly for like. To get my haircut, but oh, yeah, yeah. I text her later, like, "Hey, the haircut's great," you know, just to see how she'd respond. Yeah, and she's like, "You know, very nice." And so I was like, "Hey, let's go out." So, so I I pick her up out there in Westlake. She lives in Westlake Village. We go out to this bar, and 
you know, valet the thing. It's called Padres out there. Yeah. And have have a couple drinks. And it it was honestly, I've never it was so electric that night we just started making out right Whoa. there in Padres. That's kinda hot, it, right? It was, it was it was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> and uh were you a so, comedian yet? Not a comedian, no. But actually, so I had probably four gin and tonics. We shared one. You know, I was probably drunk. I right. don't know. And um, actually, I step out in Valet to get my car, and there's this guy who was fucking hilarious out there. And I actually saw him at an open mic, and yeah. I told him this story. He gave me his card. We get in the car. I see the lights come on. I'm like, right oh, when you got out, it's like a sting, huh? Yeah, he's waiting. He's waiting. That's some fucking bullshit. Yeah, it is some bullshit. Fuck you, coppers. Yeah, dude. <laughs> this guy was a dick, too. Yeah. So so he comes up, shines a light in my eyes. You know, Brooke Morales is there. And he's like, I pulled you over because you're swerving. I know I wasn't, I wasn't swerving. He's like, uh, he's like, you been drinking anything? And I go, no. You know, and he shined the light and he goes, well, let's let's take some let's yeah. take some uh, field sobriety yeah, yeah. test. And I and I said I said no, I'm not going to take any test. Oh, yeah, and that's admitting guilt. I I I I was just saying, hey, I'm not taking the test. You know, yeah. I was trying to hide my guilt. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes, "You've been drinking?" And I go, "Not one." And he goes, "Then step out of the car and take a test." And I said, "I'm sorry, I'm not going to take a test." You Whoa. Know? Yeah. And and then you're like a fucking badass. I, I did not want to get a DUI. You know, yeah. it was a well, you're my getting career. one if you if you say no, you're right, getting right. one. Right. So he pulls me out and he says, "All right, we'll step out of the car. I'm going to arrest you then for suspicion of D." He empties my pockets. This is embarrassing. I, I had rubbers in my pocket. First date with Brooke Morales. Yeah, and she saw him. You had some Valtrex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no Valtrex, but some Mexican Viagra. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, He's thinking you're on pills now. Right. I didn't have the Mexican Viagra. Yeah. I just had I had the condoms. So he he cuffs me. Meanwhile, there's a guy that pulls up. He's being such a dick to this guy. He's wearing an old school Howie Long Raiders jersey. He pulls him in the car. Some other sheriff's deputies come. He's like, hey, check this guy out. I think he's drinking. This is kind of how big a dick this guy. This guy was trying to take everybody down. Wow. Meanwhile, the, his sheriff's friends that looked at this other guy said, this guy's fine. He hasn't been drinking and he didn't have his license. And the cop that pulled me over was kind of like, well, you just don't know how these guys roll. Or He sounded like a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like. like Thousand Oaks to me. Thousand Oaks, exactly. Right. Yeah. So I'm in there. I'll hurry up with the story. And he says, okay, basically, you can take the field sobriety or you can come to the office. And they draw blood. Yeah. And he says, are you going to take the field sobriety? And I go, no. Yeah. And he says, well, are you going to come to the office and draw blood? And I says, well, I'm not sure yet. And he goes, you got to decide right now. So I go, no. He yeah. goes, okay, well, your license is suspended for a year. I'm taking, to you, taking you to jail for DUI. Meanwhile, Brooke Morales takes my phone. She didn't have her phone on her. Yeah. Is making some calls. She knew numbers? Isn't that amazing? Dude. Who knows numbers? This was clutch. I don't fucking know anyone's number. Right. I don't even know my mom's number. You you know what number she knew? Who? Her ex-husband's number, who she's not with. She called him. He's a cop? No. Got a number of her friend who's engaged to a cop. Right. Meanwhile, actually, there's another important piece of information. The cop searches my car. Yep. Finds a bottle of peppermint schnapps in there. Oh, what the man. fuck are you in high school? What I, I okay, <laughs> peppermint schnapps I, I and a condom. This, I don't do this anymore, <laughs> but 
when I'd go to places, if I was going to party, I'd like kind of tune up. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you're cheap, right? Right. But uh, so so she's making calls. He goes and gives her. He goes, and, oh, man. There's more information I have to give you. I'm sorry. <laughs> he goes. You could be the worst storyteller going. Yeah, this is good the, thing you're not a storyteller. You know, <laughs> I haven't told this story in a while. He he goes. Uh, he goes. Has she been drinking? I go no. And he goes, well, you want her to drive the car or you want it towed? I said, just tow the car. And he said, are you sure? She said she hasn't been drinking. He's yeah. being a dick. Yeah. He gives her a field sobriety test or a breathalyzer comes back and goes, good call. And I go, why, why, didn't, why didn't you just tow the car? And he's like, are you telling me how to do my job? Yeah. Anyway, she calls her ex-husband, gets a number, gives this other sheriff's the phone and she's outside kind of waving cutely and saying hey keep your fingers crossed yeah these guys come up to the car give this cop my phone he's kind of shaking his head yeah he comes up and, he, and this is what he said he goes get out of the car it's your lucky fucking day oh man got, how clutch super hot chick totally yeah. clutch. i don't know many women that could have done that so like, now on you, the spot how do you, why do you guys break up you know, like if I ever want to have kids or something like uh -huh. that, she's just a little bit, and she's older. That that was the only reason. Other than that, is like perfect, sweetest. Wow, girl. who wants to have kids? You? That's true. You're trying know. to be. You're making no sense right now. You're trying to be a comedian, and you want, yeah, you want to have kids. That's not going to happen. Okay. If you want to be a serious That's comedian, why I'm right here. Now, I'm getting advice. <laughs> no, but I mean, I can't give you advice. But I'm saying you had some great pussy. Right. She looks good, has a good yeah. job, got you out of a DUI, yes. and you're like, well, I might want to have kids. You could adopt. Those are the facts right there. Yeah. Uh, I could adopt. Is that yeah. what you told her? Well, it's the age difference. I told, you know, I beat around the bush for a while. Right. How we long did dated, you go out? We dated a year. A year? Yeah. You gave it the one year and said you're gone? Basically. You talked to her at all now? Texted her today. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think you guys are going to get back together. She she actually came by the office, said what's up yesterday. You, you should get, have seen her, man. You I get, should have had her come in when you were there. What about some like side booty from her still? Hit nothing, little hits nothing. in here. She's she's not down. No, she's not down. She runs a tight ship, you know. Yeah, I, I felt lucky to be going out with her, you know. Right, like, like she she had a poster, iconic poster from my childhood, and I'm going out with this chick, and I grew up yeah. in Elko, Nevada, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's it's more it. It's more special to me than an iconic girl these days because I'm all fucking grown up, you know? I yeah. want the girl from when I was a kid beating off to this chick. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's amazing. That's weird to rub one out to someone and then later you're fucking them. Right. That's pretty bizarre, yeah. right? Really weird. Yeah. But I, really cool also. There's like this old porn star I used to think was hot and then... Uh, Recently, someone said, hey, you want to do her podcast? I was like, oh, yeah. And then I saw her. I was like, no, wow. bummer. You know? So she came, you were doing her podcast? No, she, uh, they she asked me if it. I wanted to do her podcast. Uh -huh. I was like, oh, that sounds hot. And then I saw her. I was like, eh, not really. They kind of, some of them get beat up, I bet, you know? It's well, life. yeah, it's porn. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, they're not supposed to live past, All what, right. 28, right? right. They, they, they live about <laughs> as long as professional wrestlers, you know? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> All right, so we got way off this track yeah. with your fucking DUI pussy story. Yeah. But you're a dentist now out in Thousand Oaks. Yeah. Um, which, which is hilarious because I finally feel like I have a dentist. I've been here 12 years. Uh -huh. And uh, now I have a dentist. Good. I went, yeah. you fucking uh, 
Yeah, I had a I had a like a shark's brown tooth on the front. That thing needed some work big time. Yeah, yeah, which which when I was a kid in the fifth grade, I was popping a wheelie on my bike. Uh-huh. The front tire fell off. Uh-huh. I've had the I got a scar on my chin from that. So I wasn't instead of being smart, just throwing the bike. <laughs> some reason I came down with the bike. I don't know why I didn't just go. You're you out of panicked, here, bike. man. You, you did. Panicked. You panicked. You held on. You see the front tire come off your bike. You go. The fucking Did front you? tires off my bike. <laughs> and as I'm saying that, it's going down, and somehow I magically land on my face on the uh-huh. street. I'll never forget. It was on the street, Cherry Street. I never forgot. I'm in the fifth grade. I pound on this door. Oh, I wasn't even hurting. I wasn't uh-huh. crying or nothing. You tough kid. But then I saw my tooth on the ground and I started crying. Yeah, scary. Yeah. So I pounded on the front door of some house. This lady answered. There I am, toothless, bleeding. <laughs> help! Help! She called my mom. I'm in the fifth grade. I broke my tooth. It's gone. So I go and get a new one. Back there in the 70s, you get just some fucking weird, shitty thing put on your face. Uh And I basically have shit tooth for many (laughs) years, which I'm lucky I didn't get a a nickname of shit tooth. (laughs) Hey, what's up, shit tooth motherfucker? You know? Yeah. So... I, I see people who have bad tooth nicknames, you know? It's, it's not good for the self-esteem. I'm it, glad that... I'm glad it's that. not. Yeah, shit tooth. And then... Um, another, uh, so then later, like 20 years later, I got another shit tooth, and I've had that for about 20 years, and it was just weird. <laughs> it was just... It turned, like, brown it, because the composite, I guess, from iced tea. Because my rest of my teeth are just yellow from right. tetracycline, from having acne I when I was a kid. The yellow, but yeah. Well, you know, they're like a fucking... They get that off color right. from tetracycline yeah. when you're a kid with mad zits. Uh-huh. Also, I had a weird thing when I was young. Uh, Dennis put a thing in my mouth instead of braces... It was a screw that I would tighten once at night. Palatal expander. Yeah, yeah, that would like. Why not arch up, huh? Now, here's a fucking scary story. <laughs> and this is a true Delray story. And I thought about them all as I was in your chair yesterday. Uh, how, like, fuck, I hate the dentist. You were there a long time yesterday. I was there four hours. What's if I wouldn't say four hours. Three hours. Three hours. I okay. got a new front tooth. Uh-huh. And then while you were examining me, you realized I had a back crack tooth. That tooth was a piece of shit. You saw that tooth. Yeah, from an old silver filling right, from the seventies. and decayed. And stuff. That filling had seen a lot of fucking party. Right. You know, what I mean, that yeah. thing has seen a lot of cocaine, still- <laughs> a lot of booze. That tooth partied. Right. <laughs> that tooth partied. <laughs> cocaine, booze, probably had a couple of vaginas. It had a lot of vagina uh, juice. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's yeah, something Steel Panther, Panther would say, right? <laughs> vagina juice. This podcast is so weird. Okay, so I have the screw in my mouth. Uh-huh. I'm eating spaghetti. Okay. The spaghetti gets wrapped around the screw. Now, uh, I'll explain what the screw oh, looks man. like if you've uh, never seen it in the audience. It's basically a thing that goes from one side of your bridge to the other. Uh-huh. Like, like, uh, like a, it's like just a rod. Along the top. And this spaghetti became like a fucking <laughs> rope swing. Around, it wrapped uh-huh. around the screw and was down my throat. Uh-huh. So the spaghetti wasn't going down. And I was choking. Like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I was so, just gagging you. Yeah, because it was stuck around uh-huh. the screw and down, half down my throat. So I panicked. Ah, I'm dying. I grab it and just fucking pull the spaghetti out. Dude, that was close to death. 
death by fucking screwing the mouth. spaghetti. You know, you were telling me you used to do a rock show, or you were, you were telling Marin you did a rock show where you had uh, $5 spaghetti in a rock That's show. That's right, Spaghetti Western. You have something going on with spaghetti. That's yeah, it a fucking like. bad flashback yeah, right there. Yeah. I have all kinds of childhood dramas. One, I was playing hide and go seek, and I hid in the dryer, and I was locked in, and oh, no one yeah. was finding me. I've- so I can't sit That's in awful. a I can't sit in the back seat of a, a car if it's uh-huh. not a four door. Okay. I can't claustrophobic. To, to this day. Do you shut your blinds when you sleep or do you keep the window open? Nah, I don't that stuff doesn't mind okay. what it is is if I don't have my own way out, right. I'm fucking done. So back seat of the car. And when I was young, I'd tell people that, you know, when you're a kid, call shotgun. Uh-huh. I'm sitting front seat like it meant something. Uh-huh. I was like, Well, I'm not going then. Right. You know what I mean? Because I couldn't ride in the back seat with no fucking, uh, with no yeah, door. I completely understand that. So I'm man. fucked up. Yeah. I, I was putting a dryer too. We, we were messing around. We were turning it on. They fucking turned it on. They left it on for probably, I don't know, 15 seconds. It felt like an eternity. It turned with yeah. you in it? Yeah, man. Well, you must have when been I small. Young, I was like four or something. Four oh, five. that's Load how your parents took care of you? And stuff. Yeah, yeah, They're like, yeah. you little fucker, that's get in babysitter. there. babysitter. Back Whoa. then, you know, babysitters, they would. Oh, they were crazy, they right? weird shit. You know, you know there yeah. wasn't all this harassment stuff going around back Oh, then. I had a babysitter that whipped you with Hot Wheel tracks. <laughs> And and I would That's tell sting, right? I'd tell welt. my mom, I'd say, Hey, look, you know, Mrs. Stevens beats me. And she uh-huh. was like, Well, Mrs. Stevens is three dollars an hour instead of three seventy five. So you better man up, crazy fat lady. A lot of weirdos in she the had bay. a doughboy pool. Uh, yeah. yeah, and she was fat and her son uh smoked a lot of weed and had black light posters. And I'd 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 open that door and he'd be like, Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. I'm probably hiding some deep weird. demons yeah, from yeah, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you should talk to someone about that. I hear you, though. Fuck that. Yeah. I don't want to bring that out. Right. That just brought out the uh. fucking crash on the bike with the <laughs> shit tooth. <laughs> shit tooth! <laughs> All right, so you become a dentist. Yeah. You went to school in the Bay Area? Well, I went to, I actually played football all the way through college, high school. So yeah. I made all my school decisions based on football. So Yeah, uh, were I you went, any good? Yeah, man. That was pretty good. Well, What'd you play? I played tight end. Uh-huh. Actually, I played quarter uh, quarterback um, in high school. I got a like a big old scar on my elbow. I don't know. If you Whoa, see I that. see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, went to junior college, Foothill. Foothill in the Bay Area. Foothill in the Bay Area. Played at the JC. Quarterback elbow went bad. Switched to tight end. Broke my hand first year. I was kind of being a little bitch. Got in the second year, and then. Um, I was kind of skinny for a tight end. I walked on to Boise State. My coach hooked me up, and then I got a scholarship later. But actually, my first game, Boise State, played UCLA, caught a touchdown, man. Wow. You played, where'd you play? At UCLA there? At UCLA. <laughs> well, that's dope. Dude, it was dope. It was at the end of the game, you know, whatever. But I knew it was money. The second the play was called, the safety walked over. Yeah. It was like slow motion, man. That ball was just like twirling in the lights. and I Yeah, God, that's fucking stoked, crazy, man. right? It was big. It was a big moment, but I was I was all right in college, you know. Yeah, I was I was kind of into school actually, trying to become a dentist, and I was kind of. Wait, you wanted to be a dentist out of the gate? Out the gate, man. How come? I didn't have to make a decision. Now, now let me let me tell you something real quick before we go into why you became it. Okay. I remember vividly, about ten years ago, I was reading the New York Times. I was in New York, uh-huh. and I was sitting there just eating breakfast, and it said. In the next 20 years, the people that are going to make the most money are going to be dentists and hairstylists. 
Really? And they said at the time they were the most underpaid. And we talked about this yesterday. Right. About I'm and I remember it. That. I was like, dentist. Man, those fucking guys make like 20 bucks a visit. And it said they're the most underpaid and they can mm -hmm. set their own fucking rates, right. you know? Uh, and then I started thinking about it and we talked about it yesterday. When I would go to the dentist, it was 20 bucks a visit. Right. You didn't need no insurance or nothing. The guy right. cleaned it. You gave him 20 bucks. If you needed yeah. some braces, it was like 250 and that's uh -huh. fucking what you did. Right. And they were just kind of the family dentist. Everyone knew him. Hey, Larry, whatever the fuck his name right. was. He was a dentist all his life. And, uh -huh. and he just seemed cool. Maybe drove like a Vega. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a Chevy Vega. You know what I mean? But that was them. I need to get me a Vega. <laughs> yeah, a V8. Uh, <laughs> but what I'm saying is somewhere along the way. Something changed. That fucking story was totally true because now men pay 150 for a haircut and a dentist visit, uh, like you said yesterday, three grand. Right. So what made you want to be a dentist? Because this had to be years ago when the money didn't look like it does now. Right, right. Well, I think the, the money seemed reasonable then. I knew it was good living, decent hours. My dentist, when I was a kid, his name was Steve Price, which is I think the name of the dentist on The Hangover, which is kind of weird. It's Dr. Price. Oh, yeah. But um, he was cool. He was a happy man. He was a nice man. He'd fix your teeth. I heard it was a reasonable living. And I, you know, so I thought, you know what? That's just kind of, I, I could do that, you know? Yeah. And you know, working with your hands. You were in there yesterday. It's a pretty good job. You well, know? you're a dentist that I actually saw. Let me uh -huh. tell you something. I never, I, I've been in LA 12 years and I bounced from like five different dentists. I don't even know who the fuck they are because I never saw them. They basically right. come in and go, hey, what's going on? My name's Rallo and uh, <laughs> I'm going to be uh, your dentist. And uh -huh. then he just shakes your hand and then some fucking intern comes in, cleans my teeth and I give him 450. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, what the fuck? You, you, actually, it's... This day and age, it's brutal. For, it's brutal to get by, you know? Um, for example, a lot of these... If you're going to SC... I went to UNLV Dental School, which is a little cheaper. Right. These these kids are walking out four or 500 in the hole, right? That's for a 400 lot. ground? Yeah, that's for, a ton uh, of money. Student loans. Just dental school. Now, that's for student loans, right? Student loans. 400 grand, how many years? The four years dental school. And do you learn it all? Surgeries and all that? You, I mean, you learn, but... You know, school school is uh, different from the real world, and the people in the school are the ones telling you ideally what you should do. They they're probably not that good with people. You know, they don't teach you a lot of the skills you need to make it in a business. Well, it's and you're different. Out. Like when I talked to you, you were like a like I think the main problem is nobody knows how to talk to doctors or dentists. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Like straight up, I asked you like, well, what the fuck is that gonna do? Why uh -huh. do you do that? And what is it for? Uh -huh. But that's because I just felt like you're a comic and I'm just talking to you. Right. Usually people just stone cold. You're like, you're going to need this and right. that and that. Yeah. And you're going like, why? You don't even ask yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the, so many of them go about it wrong. You know, um, what, what you need to do is, I think, establish a little rapport. Talk to the person, you know, yep. get to know them. Look at it. Let them know what you see and ask them if, the, you know, they want to treat it. You know, the, when you go to someone like, this is what's going on. You need to do this. It just comes across as really insincere and like you want to make yeah. money. You know, I think how, how I do is I tell them 
I'm not saying I'm an expert, but I'll tell you what, the office is doing pretty good, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was um, packed when I was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. We had the endodontist in there yesterday. Nice guy. Uh, but, uh, you know, I just tell him what I see. Yep. And then ask him if it concerns or say, hey, is this something you want to take care of? You know, and see what they say. If they're like, no, you know, I'm here. I, yeah. I don't push it. I just make a no, you know? They now, some people it. listen there are like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about because dentists cost like six bucks. I live in Milwaukee right. or whatever. But right. if people don't understand, if you live in, uh, say, Miami, New York, California, uh, maybe parts of Texas where, where people are getting cosmetic, and right. you really have this thing like I was talking about, the shitty dentist I went to. You yeah. know, they try to skip. Right? Yeah, Hollywood next to the rainbow. Yeah. If I knew his name, I'd fucking shit on him <laughs> right now. But I blocked him out. But yeah. I would definitely shit on him because this fucking guy went in and he gave me the scare factor. Whoa, man, you got a lot of plaque. You could get a heart attack from this. Okay, yeah. He started it's giving me. with heart disease, yeah. Right. So, but he starts freaking me out. He's like, do you understand? And then he showed this scary video of how guys can get heart attacks from plaque, the plaque from it's associated this. associated with heart goes, disease. Yeah. yeah and then disease. there I am in the chair, and he goes, uh, so anyway, basically, <laughs> you're going to be dead if you don't let me deep clean your right. teeth for 1800 bucks." Yeah. I'm like, wait, 18 I'm in for $100 cleaning. He's like, yeah, well, you can make payments. I go, I don't have that, I told you. And then he went right. down to 1000 right. and then he went down to 800 right away. And I was just, I was so scared right. I did it. Like, I don't want to die of a heart yeah. attack. I'm doing comedy. Well, you're doing the right thing doing it. But I still. I think you went about it wrong. Though. Right. Scare so, factors. Let me tell, can I say something? Okay, the most common dental lawsuit is actually undiagnosed periodontal disease, uh -huh. gum disease. So when you see it. You know, and then people are afraid that if they just clean the teeth, the, you know, there's a potential lawsuit, which I think, so it's a tricky kind of situation. You mean if you see a guy with gum disease, mm -hmm. you just clean him and get him out of there? Or oh. you don't even clean him, you go, I don't want to touch this guy, he's right, going to die? Right, So what I do... Well, that doesn't make sense. They're not right? going to die, but right. what I do is I let them know, hey, this is what's going on, you know, do you want to treat this? And... See, what is gum disease? Gum periodontal disease. It's a it's a inflammation in your gum and bone tissue. Right, but how do you get it bone. from it's plaque mostly, build up that pushes on the gums? It's mostly genetic predisposition. Your mom and dad. So it's how your body reacts to plaque. Right, tartar. We were talking about <clears throat> that because uh, the, uh, I was going to a dentist. and He said an Asian guy would have to come in like once a month. This uh, guy he had because right. he would just get plaque in like one yeah. month. Yeah. So it's several factors. It's how much plaque and tartar your body produces, how clean you keep them, how your body does react. So it's like a multifactorial thing. But the major thing is genetic predisposition. Almost everybody gets it you right. know, above the age of thirty. I mean, it's what like, is so, plaque? Is it from like uh, saliva? A, I mean, that shit is rock of, hard. Uh, or tartar is hardened plaque. Yeah, tart we yeah. call it calculus. They should make stuff out of it, like fucking, <laughs> uh, like car parts. Because right, right, that yeah, shit's yeah. rock hard, right? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> like, yeah, this tartar carburetor. Well, we had carbon fiber, but now we're using <laughs> teeth plaque. This shit, teeth plaque. Oh fuck, there's tons of it in America. Can you imagine? You get paid to go mine your plaque and oh, make man, car so hoods out of it. It's kind of gross. I know, but it's lightweight and strong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be kind of like carbon fiber, you know. It's calcified plaque, so 
tartar is. Plaque is basically it's a combination of bacteria and um, proteins within your saliva, and actually, you know, food particles and stuff that sit on your teeth and it'll build. So that's what plaque is. And, you know, it's, it's crazy. Like, you know, being a dentist, we know what bacteria actually cause cavities, you know, within the plaque. So there's a colonization process of the different bacteria. Some have to be there before others will come. But plaque, bacteria, proteins. It's right. stupid dental studies. I can see you drifting off here. No, you know? no. I mean, you know, yeah. pe- you, people just plaque is just fucking... You know, I see people, you can just see their teeth, and it's like, whoa, man. It smells. You can smell it. Well, now, let's get into some bad breath stuff here. Okay. Uh, bad breath. Is it in the stomach? Mm-hmm. I heard it was in the stomach, okay. not in the mouth. Okay. It's, it could be both. Okay. Most of the time, it's periodontal disease, so it's the Gum tartar. disease. Stinks yeah, gum in your disease. mouth. What it is, is tartar and bacteria yep. stink. And then your tissue is dying. It's bleeding. Necrotic dead tissue. That shit smells, man. Yeah. It's got a certain smell to it. People, we call it perio breath. Yeah. You know, so there's, uh, so that's the number one cause of bad breath is gum disease with the dead tissue, the bacteria, the tartar. Some people, it comes from their stomach, a small percentage, you know, coming up and it's got a different odor like to act, it. Acts like a, a reflex, acid yeah, reflex. reflux or different things. You know, it has different smells of something going on down there. And then people, you know, you can get some smell from the tongue. Got to got to brush that tongue. Yeah, brush the tongue. People just started doing that like 10 years ago, yeah, right? Yeah, brush yeah, the tongue. Yeah. You remember the first time someone said, dude, you got to brush your tongue. You're like, what's that? <laughs> You know what I mean? No one, right. there's no like public service like, hey, brush your tongue. That's true. You know what's amazing is I've been in line at like Ralph's or something, uh-huh. and you could actually smell someone's mouth. Oh, that's gross, isn't that's it? That's got to be the weirdest thing oh. I've ever, where you just go like, you turn your face for a minute, you go, what the fuck is that? <laughs> for real. Like, that's now, now they can't that. smell that, right? Uh-uh. Now, I was reading the way to see if you have bad breath is if you lick the back of your hand and then smell it. You ever heard that? I haven't heard that. Yeah. That's a good way to go, though. That's what a, a top dentist said out of uh, UCLA. Okay. He said, lick the back of your hand, UCLA. smell Those it. If it smells, your breath smells. Coming from a smart guy, I would listen to it. How about this one where you see a <clears> fucking <throat> dude with bad, bad breath and he's got a fine chick? That's uh, it, like his wife or something, uh, and she has to make out with him. I know. I don't. That doesn't happen too often. Usually, I see someone with nasty ass breath. You know, they pretty much got a shitty job, ugly, ugly spouse and stuff. Because they're not. I mean, <laughs> shitty breath equals stuff. shitty spouse. Uh, hell yeah! There's direct <laughs> correlation there. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, how do you get rid of bad breath? They have shit like you can buy. You believe in you that stuff. Get, you gotta get. You gotta treat your gum disease. Get rid of all that nasty shit, and then maintain it. And yeah. it's a miracle. It gets so much better. I've seen some patients that come in. You know, they don't know they have it. You know, you get through to them. They start treating it, and yeah. man, it's so you can because you can notice, man. It, I can taste when your mouth is shit. Like right. I think uh, you can taste like your mouth starts to taste shitty, like it's dry <laughs> or whatever. And you go, man, my mouth is bad right yeah. now. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like sometimes I go, I say, I don't have a cat, but it feels like someone one shit in my mouth. <laughs> You know what I mean? When I wake up in the yeah, morning? Yeah, yeah, I like that too. Fuck. I'm always trying to keep my stuff clean, you know? Yeah, well, yeah you're a dentist, yeah, man. Can you imagine a, a dentist with bad breath oh, and bad yeah, teeth? Yeah, yeah. You just walk out. Right, right. 
What? You ever had a guy just come in, he opens his mouth, and you just vomit? You know what? I, I, I haven't had that. The gro- Are you kidding? I've had some nasty stuff. I've popped abscesses and had to dodge pus flying out of the mouth. Like that. I mean, the pressure builds up. It's, it's, um, what's, yeah, there you go. It's, what's really bad though is that, I mean, I don't mind the smell of abscesses. Decay can smell when you're drilling it out, but like someone who's, to me, it's disgusting. Someone who smokes gum disease, I look at that and, you know, yeah. I, you know what? I look at it pretty, like as my job though. So that that the smoke gum disease is the worst to me. Like those nasty abscesses and stuff, which right. smoke, doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me even if someone's got a all nasty. I'll get in there. I want to. I want to take care. Well, of I'm it. a smell guy. You know, yeah. like if you smell something bad, it's just ugh, like vomit. Uh, like yeah. I really trip on like a guy <laughs> where you're in line at Ralph's. <laughs> And you're sitting there reading like one of those shitty us magazines trying to feel better about yourself. And all of a sudden you go, what the fuck is that? Then I start like seeing if it's me and I try to figure it out. And then I go, it's this guy in front of me. I can't believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man, some some comedy mic microphones at comedy clubs smell. <laughs> I like, always see guys putting their lips on it. It's disgusting. That's so fucking right. gross. Let me tell you, like uh the microphones at some clubs, they are the grossest piece of machinery uh, in America. Yeah. Like yeah. I bet like there's a lot I, of dirty love, comics out there. I love well, it's there's queen comics too, but it's like fifteen people's breath and and spit and booze and cigarettes and all that yeah. shit on a microphone each yeah, night hatred. and then it just grows on there <laughs> at night the evil on the mic it's like yeah. and then the next day it's ready to go again <laughs> oh man that's gotta be fucking bad yeah. You know the fact that you notice all that nasty stuff uh, is uh, is a good thing because uh, you know I, I mean as your dentist you're taking care of your stuff you know I can tell you your shit's in order. You yeah, know? it's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, some people are so lazy. Isn't it amazing that you got to be a piece of shit not to floss? How lazy do you got to be, like... One minute a day, right? And you can do it on the couch. Right. While you you're work. watching TV. Yeah, it's like, oh, I guess I'll do this. Right. That's weird to me. Like, when I have something in my teeth right away, I start looking around. Like, if I eat, <laughs> and I go, oh, Mm, it starts bothering me where my yeah, tongue's on. It makes me crazy. I gotta yeah. get this fucking out of here, you know? You know, people are just crazy. I've had people that think like flossing's propaganda, you know? Like, what are you? I'm like, people. Is that right? No one's making, they're selling floss for a dollar a thing, you know? Yeah. No one's getting, that's not big business, you they, know? They think it's a scam? Yeah, some people think it's a scam. Oh my God. Some kids. Or people who refuse to brush their teeth for some reason. It's like a psychological thing. I got this kid who... Hey, in the fifth grade, I don't think I brushed my teeth. I mean... For real. Isn't that weird? And then you start noticing girls, like sixth grade, you start brushing your teeth. But it was amazing. I never had any cavities. And I ate candy like crazy when I was... You never even had a root canal. I know, right? I've had three root canals. And my things never grew in. My yeah, wisdom yeah, you got them team. hiding up there underneath the yeah, bone. Yeah, they're still up yeah, in there. Yeah, just leave them sitting peacefully. Yeah, fuck that, right? Yeah, Caveman, exactly. you know, just up in there. <laughs> now, I was at your office, uh-huh. and if people haven't been to the dentist in a while, uh, or you have an old fucking dentist that doesn't upgrade their shit, 
you had some state of the art equipment. Yeah, I was in there. I remember when you go in, you get a. This would be the worst part of the dentist. He'd get a piece of fucking film on a cardboard. Yeah. He put this old hard cardboard in your right. mouth. You'd bite down on yeah. it while you left the room, and yeah. and then you'd take that cardboard. Yeah, the cardboard was gross. Yeah. And then you waited for him to develop it. Right. So you had to be like a photographer too. Yeah, yeah. They got all the solutions. They're mixing up. They yeah. Got the, they had the dark weird? room. Yeah. They had a dark room. That's old school, man. That's so old school. I think you Kodak's imagine? going out of business. I don't know if they're out of business. No, yeah, but, uh, they're still around a little bit, I think, online. But here's the thing. Dentists cost nothing back then. Right. Now they're through the roof. But I was in your place. You had a cool-ass fucking... Uh, it's all computer now. You just yep. stuck a camera in my mouth took and pictures boo, took and, pictures. I could yeah. see everything. Yep. And you could tell me exactly right in front of me on the computer what was going on and what yeah. you were going to do. Yeah. And it's pretty amazing. And then you had like, uh, you made my teeth there while I yeah, waited. We, we st- stay of the art crown, you know. You can make crowns, back ones. Mold- you can do front too, but I like to send those to the That back. shit was like Matrix. Yeah. we. I mean, it was like a 3D Im- image and millet. Yeah, like 3D printing, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. It's really uh, kind of technique sensitive. You got to prep it a certain way, keep everything dry, you know. It's... But it's worth it. You don't have to. You don't have to uh, come back for that. Yeah, no, I think that's nice. why a lot of people don't go to the dentist because they go, "Fuck, I'm gonna go in there. He's gonna clean and then say you need all this." And and people work jobs. Right. You know, I was lucky enough. You said come in tomorrow, and I burned rubber and went up. But people right. work these in- intense jobs. Yeah. They can't get off. Their right. boss isn't gonna let them off. What are they gonna do? Saturday? Hopefully you're open. Their right. only day off. They go to the dentist Dentist's and have you fucking good. jack them with some big ass needles yep. that shocked me yesterday <laughs> that was oh, fucking sorry, brutal man. yeah yeah i forgot about that god damn that hurt Sent a shock down your jaw there i've never had that but uh uh-huh. i'll explain to people uh like i don't mind needles I, obviously i'm covered in tattoos and shots don't bother me uh but this one hit a nerve and it felt like lightning went off right. on my face yeah it was an yeah. actual shock uh, yeah that when when uh, you numb the bottom, you know the nerve runs along the inside of your jawbone there. So yep. I was you, you aim for it. You can't see it. You get as close as possible. Sometimes you tag that baby, and you just get. Why do you want to aim for it uh, to get numb the nerve? Yeah, you're right on you're it. Not, if you're off, you're not going to get numb. You know, right. so uh, you just. Go where you think the nerve's going to be, and sometimes you hit it, yeah. which is unfortunate. That's a thing that I don't like it when that happens. Wow. Know? I was fucking... Couldn't. You were cool about it. I didn't even know. You kind of like a little jump, and then you said later. You Some people like, ah, you know. Well, it was I just the weirdest why. feeling ever. I yeah. actually... You're giving me a shot, but I was like, I, I just got shocked yeah. in my mind. I'm thinking like, how could that even right. be possible? It's and weird. I'm thinking I'm crazy. And then you go, you might have felt a shock there. And I was like, yeah, I fucking <laughs> did. What was that? I felt a little shock. Yeah. So you got great equipment. And yeah. uh, so I can see while your shit costs money. Then, of course, like you said, 400 grand in, in dental, uh, school. dental school. And then uh, oh, you got to have insurance. Can, can I talk about insurance for a second? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't like, in, you know, that the, these insurance companies. Now, now I was going to ask you, you mean if I was uh, uh, working a job and they say, do you want to have dental insurance? Uh-huh. Uh, Get I the insurance. Definitely. I, I always see the, the insurance 
uh, with dental doesn't cover shit. Right. Here's the thing. It's they. Uh, these companies are making billions per quarter, yep. taking everyone's money and not dishing out insurance. But what they cover is a lot of times with PPO insurance plan is basic covered benefits. They give you like two cleanings free. Yeah. Then if you need a filling, oh. they'll, they'll cover. Yeah, they'll, they'll get- cover the silver filling. Okay. Yeah, and then you want to upgrade. You don't want that old silver. Right. So you have to pay a little extra. But what they pay you for the silver filling is fucking. It's nothing, man. Right. It's not. It's not going to pay the bills. Yeah. You know? Then they're now they're the, now the insurance companies. Gonna, you saw that office. You know how much that costs to get everything in there. Plus, yeah, I saw the gear and shit. That's what I'm saying. I live in a one bedroom apartment in Los Feliz. Is know? that right? Yeah, You're in an apartment. Man, I got a one bedroom. Really? Yes. Now, what do you like? What do you take home a year? I mean, uh, you don't have to give the the number, but right. is it good? I can give you the number. Yeah, was, give me the number. All right, as an so until I bought in as one sixty ish, you know, with huge loans. One sixty a year. But now that's pretty now fucking th- good. Now that I'm an owner, uh huh, it's probably going to be three hundred ish. Wow, that's a lot of money for a dentist, right? Uh. Yeah, I do pretty good. I work hard. I bust my ass, man. You do. You were in yeah, there, man. Yeah. I saw you were running like three well, dudes. You, know, you just got to be good to the people, you know, and and treat them. So yeah. I've got I've got great patients out there. Actually, a bunch of nice people, and I try and take care of them. Yeah, you know? yeah. So uh, that's some good money, there. though. It's all right, you know. That's you California know. dentists, though, right? Oh, these guys in some of these rural areas are probably making more. Oh hell you yeah, know? because. To me, what it seems about it's, there's a lot of dentists here. Everyone, look at this, great. We're we got a view of Hollywood right yeah, now. Yeah, I know, love it, right? The sun shining. Now, what I feel the dentist world is all about now is just kind of shady upgrades. Right. It's all about uh-huh. upgrades. It's like a car wash. That. Yeah. So when you pull up to the car wash, it says nine ninety nine. Right. For the car wash, but by the time you leave, it's twenty six. Okay, because, you know, and they charge you for tire yeah. cleaning and shit. Now, when I walked up to your office yesterday, it said fifty nine dollars. Right. What do you get for fifty nine dollars? You get exam, X rays, and a cleaning. And you know, if you need scaling root cleaning, that doesn't cover it. But I'll I'll still clean your teeth. Yeah. Um, so you get a cleaning, an exam, and X rays for yeah. fifty nine bucks. That's a pretty fucking good deal. Yeah. It is a good deal. Now, what seems to me, not you, but when I went to this guy, that's how he last sued me. And it said, my buddy recommended me. He goes, hey, I talked to him. You're all good. He's going to clean your teeth for 150 And I thought, 150 That sounds like a lot because I, I went to my dentist forever, and it was always like 80 Right. But I was like, well, we're in Hollywood. Fuck it. I'm not cheap. I'll spend money on on just stuff. Spend it well. No, I just want it. Don't want to get ripped off. Yeah. So right. when I went in, his one fifty turned into eighteen hundred. Yeah. I was like, "Hey, you're a fucking asshole." Okay. You know. You know. Okay. Here's the thing. There's nicer stuff. Yep. Um, nicer you, uh, like products for yeah, your teeth. There's nicer products. You should offer it to them. Let yeah. them know what's the best. And let them know what's not as good, but will still fix the tooth. Yep. Let them make the decision. I, I do. I do crowns on people where I lose money doing the things because they want an all metal crown for a hundred bucks. That's not even covering my lab bill. You or mean what I got a crown yesterday? Uh huh. Now, my, why would you want a metal one over what I got yesterday? The only reason you would is because of money, really. But you know. What do you mean? You want to spend more money, like a baller? 
Well, the the you won't you don't want a metal crown. It's yeah. just cheaper. Oh, oh, I got you. You know they want to go cheaper. Right. Like, who so, wants metal in their right. teeth? It so, sucks. So you know where a lot of these guys I think are dropping the ball is they're like get too pushy with the nice stuff. Just let them know what you have and let them make the decision. Right. There is nicer stuff, and honestly, I like doing it because I get paid more. Yep. It looks nice. You know, everyone's happy. But it's kind of our obligation in what we do, especially if we have, uh, you know, like contracts with the insurance to do what they want. And sometimes right. you got to not get paid or lose money and just be good to these people because it's their right, you know. Wow. Now, do you let them know, hey, dude, I'm losing on this? I don't let them know. That just comes across bad. And just, I always ask for referrals, you know. You know, just, yeah, that's <laughs> you know what would be great is you just had pictures of your your apartment around. <laughs> Why do you live in an apartment when you make 160 a year? Because of the student loans you're paying I got, back? I got student loans. I got a practice loan. Why are you paying so, them back? It seems like no one else is. They're paying them back. I'm, I'm just curious. Are they? Oh, you know, you want to have good credit. You oh, know, yeah. You yeah. want to get a loan for a car or something. Loan now, student to buy loans a house. don't affect but your loan. Uh, it's your expensive loan. to live in. Uh, I think it affects your credit if you miss payments. I don't know. think so. Oh, uh, it doesn't? I think you're good on medical or, I don't know, I have great credit. But I used to sell Harleys and I would sell Harleys to guys that skipped on medical bills and uh, student loans. They overlooked that. Okay. Like, uh, and I was like, that's hilarious. Like, yeah, we don't care about his medical. Uh, as long as he made payments on this fucking car he had, we'll give huh. him a bike loan. Yeah. I'm like, well, he skipped out on the hospital. <laughs> you right, know what I mean? Right. It's, I yeah. don't know, it's back ass. Yeah. And I like this episode because it's uh, it, it gets down into some Ameri- America stuff, student oh, loans. Absolutely. You know, now... Now, these are things I'm dealing with are relevant to me. How much loans do you have left to pay? I got about uh, 200 in student God loans. God damn, right? Left. And then, you know, um, but it's expensive to live here in California. I it drive is. out to T.O. I live two miles from here, close to you. I drive out to Thousand Oaks every day. Got my student loans. I initially thought, you know, I'm going to be raking it in. I moved uh, Tucson was great because it was cheap. But I moved to Santa Monica, which sucks. Fuck that. Don't move there. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even I, go there. Don't even go there. Yeah. Right. yeah I agree. I can I agree more. There's nothing there. It's there it's a, there. It, to me. It feels like a scam. It's soulless. Yeah. People are like Santa Monica. Let's trick them into thinking this is where you live when you're 30 to 50 right. and want to have kids. No, it's Fuck not. That. That's fucking boring Bunch out of there. Idiots walking around. There's too. no soul out there. There is no soul. I'd rather have my kid grow up in Hollywood and like uh like I grew up in the Bay Area in San Francisco. You get culture. Yeah. You're, you're next to a black guy, an Asian guy, an Indian guy, and, uh, you know, whatever. People are going to party here. They're cool. They'll talk to you more. You need to be in some fucking culture. Yeah. Or you just become a Santa Monica soulless. Yeah, <laughs> SMS. Santa, Santa Monica, Monica soulless. soulless. <laughs> is that, is, can, can you name the episode that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like a gang, right? Yeah, yeah we're the Santa Monica soulless. Santa Monica soulless. We would do something, but we just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the gr- man, the girls are awful too. You know? Yeah, fuck yeah, all that, yeah. man. You yeah. know. Yeah. All right, so where uh, people? Mm-hmm. Let's tell people where your place is because I really liked it. I went there yesterday. You put a back tooth on me. You put a front tooth on me. I think. You, did you clean my teeth? I cleaned your teeth. You, well, don't you didn't, but you don't use the polisher, huh? 
oh, we didn't polish your teeth. Yeah. You got to polish them. Yeah, you do. I, I got the Cavitron and I, you know, that buzzer, then I scaled them. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Uh, I, we dropped the ball on that. We need to polish your teeth when we deliver that veneer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. Like, yeah. uh, I didn't get polished. Yeah. Uh, but well, there was so much work going yeah, right. down. Yeah. I mean, you know, I never thought I was going to go in and have both teeth completely fixed. Right. You know? Uh, shit tooth is gone. Yeah. And uh, that's the name of this episode. <laughs> episode. Shit tooth shit is tooth. gone. Okay. And uh, and then uh, and then I got the back tooth fixed, and then uh, plaque removed, and uh, that was pretty much it. And then I and then I rode to Santa Barbara about a hundred yeah. miles an hour with a numb face to do right. a show. And that went all right. That went good, yeah. but it's so weird to do uh, comedy with your ear kind of numb still. Yeah, yeah. It eventually that, wore off. I was worried about you. You know, the girls in the office were really stoked you came in yesterday. Oh yeah, they thought, they thought you were funny. I was clowning hard yeah. in there, right? You, now, what did they get to wear? Just whatever. Or was that uh, what's that called? It was uh, Friday. Yeah, they. Were, what's that called? It's like uh, Cash Friday. Casual Friday, They, yeah. they wear their uh, T-shirts, you know, like yeah. the dental T-shirts on Friday. Usually the front girls dress up and the back girls wear uh, scrubs. But, yeah, we're, we're out there in Thousand Oaks off Moore Park Road. There. Yeah. What's the name of the place? It's called East Oaks Dental Group. There you go. It was good. Yeah. And they had a Baja Fresh right next uh-huh. to it. You could throw down a burrito. Yeah, you didn't see right next door was the candy shop. I, oh, oh, I forgot to bring How that up. How ironic is that? Huh? I was like, what a fucking <laughs> asshole. Dentist next to the candy store. Right. They're actually attached to each other. They share a wall. So I see three uh, young kids running up as I'm on my phone getting ready to leave. And they're like, yay! And I go, man, they're happy to go to the dentist. Their one was like nine. The other one looked like about seven. And the other one was probably around, you know, ten. And they're running up, yay! And I go, what the fuck? I never did that going to the dentist. And then I look, they go in. And it's full-on candy shop. Straight, that's a cool candy shop, actually. Uh, it was cool. Yeah. And, and, and it was hooked on to where i was getting my right. teeth fixed because of evil that candy so cool that's what the fuck that's like that's like having a dentist at the willy wonka's char right. chocolate factory i've never seen that my my dental office actually it used to be a cell phone store then then i was like what's going on in there yeah. i was like yeah how cool is that that's candy shop absurd next door. right let's yeah. see a couple more questions and we'll get here uh uh let's see Oh, yeah. How long should we brush? You said two minutes, right? Yeah, brush to two minutes, three times a day, floss once a day. Three times a day brush? Yeah, brush, three, brush after lunch. Okay. All right. And then um, and then what about now? Remember when you used to uh, brush in a circle? That's still relevant. Really? Yeah, do that. Because my that, last dentist said no more of that. It goes straight because it pushes the gums up. No, you don't want to brush too hard. You always want to go soft, uh-huh. point the bristles toward the gums, you know, pr- approximately 45-degree angle. Soft, gentle circles. Even better is electric toothbrush. Yeah, Scientific, yeah. Sonic, that yeah, sonic one? Removes more plaque, keeps them cleaner. It's better. Yeah, but yeah. Soft bristle. Medium hard bristles should be illegal, only for clean toilets. Soft bristles. Oh, really? Yeah, man. Oh, really? You get those notches up there. You brush oh. away your gums, part of the root surface. Man. Soft bristle. That's what I got going. Not too much. Not too much. Well, well, that's because you're just a cool dentist. The last three dentists I have, ooh, we might need to do gum surgery, uh, where they've said they were going to cut 
part of this gum and put it on there and then harvest oh, it from the palate. Yeah, and put it takes like there. three months and you just walk around with this thing. On it. I was like, fuck off. Right. I, I, I can't believe even. these out the gate. They're, they're doing gum surgery. That, huh? That's the kind of shit wow. I'm going to. That's like going up to a girl. Hey, want to fuck right, right now? That's what they would hit wow. me with. All of them. They give you an exam and then they go. They just like see what they can get money because they're down here on fucking Wilshire Boulevard and their rent is probably a hundred and ten grand a month. Right. You know what I mean? That's a tough sell being down there. Well, it's such a transient population. I don't see how you can get like long term patients doing that. Maybe a couple, but Uh, you know. And then, like I said, he got celebrity. They got celebrities up on their wall. Like, uh, ooh, look at this. This is Suzanne Summers' teeth. You know, and she fucks a lot. (laughs) And then you're like, oh well, I don't know. You know, I'm gonna put you up on my Dean Del Rey. You know, that's what I said. You got permission? Yeah, you got to start Instagramming uh, some teeth. All right. You know what I mean? You know, yeah, you I, do I Don in, Dawkins' parents, too. I do Don Dawkins' parents. Uh, yeah, they're really cool. That's they hilarious. They're in. still alive, huh? Yeah, you know, I haven't seen him in a year or two. Oh. His dad, Gerald. Yeah, I don't his know. Mom. Oh, because cool Don's guy. old He's as a fuck. character, man. That yeah. guy was funny. Does he ever come in and sing Dawkins songs like, breaking the chains around (laughs) you? They they had the Nightmare on Elm Street song too, right? Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's Uh, a great one. uh, I can't remember. You're into into, uh, metal, right? I'm I'm not I'm more into punk rock. Oh yeah, punk. yeah I grew up listening to a lot of rock, a lot of metal, seventies rock, eighties, uh, a lot of like Motley Crue, Twisted yeah. Sister, fuck yeah, all that stuff. You know, my older brother got me into that. I've always listened to a lot of rock and roll. I still get, I went to. I don't know if you know who Saves the Day is. It's a really good rock band. Oh yeah, I know opinion. it is. Yeah, yeah. I saw him at the Troubadour two weeks ago. I was really happy to see them. I you know I like like the L- bad religion is just a great rock and roll. That's fucking great, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what's so. great about you? You're like 36, uh-huh. and you go out. You're doing comedy. You like rock. You work. You work your ass off, yeah. and you're not so. That's why you need to live in California. Now, right. if you didn't go out and do right. all that shit, I would say you're an idiot for living in right. Los Angeles. Yeah. Because anybody that lives here and isn't living here for what it is, yeah. you're a fucking moron. Right. Because you're paying through the fucking nose <sighs> to sit yeah. on the couch and watch TV right. when you can do that in Missoula, Montana. My brother went to college there. There you go. <laughs> and and you, you're, you'll probably live to be 100. You right. can find your lady and marry her and just chill Sounds out in boring. Missoula. Why would you live here and watch TV? So big uh, thumbs up to you for going out, concerts, doing comedy. Right. right. Uh, now, when's your next show? I, I got a show scheduled November 10th at Flappers. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm you want to do something before n- then. Now you, I hope so. Yeah, for sure. You got to understand now, you got to do it all the time. Right. Right, I, I, it was so good talking to you yesterday. Yeah, tell, tell me actually your workload, what you've done. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you know, but I, I definitely want to start doing that. You know, I've just, I've kind of been afraid to get out there. You know, unsure of who isn't though. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you weren't afraid, if people weren't afraid, everyone would be on the right. stage. That's true. You know, and uh, the more you do it, is when the uh fear goes away right it never really goes away you just learn how to deal with it uh-huh. and it's just part of the game right. it's not a fear it's more of just like i don't care who you are i remember i saw louis ck when he came on i saw him at the uh at the uh 
Gibson Amphitheater here at the Universal. Oh, yeah, yeah. He started the Big show better. like this. He said, hey, hey what, what's going on? Um, I don't really know how to open shows. I, it it's always just feels weird because you're out there, I'm up here, and then I start talking, which is true. It's always the beginning is really where the show starts. Uh-huh. And it either you either hit it out of the gate or you got to figure out how to fix it. <laughs> And that's, I think, what uh, always happens the second that curtain opens up. Now, with rock, when I played rock, it's totally different. Your music, your instruments are on, and uh, can hide behind that. All yeah, time. and you could just by the f- end of the first song, you go, "A oh, shitty audience or good audience?" Okay, you know, Where, where's your guitars at? You don't have them out. No, man, this is fucking. You know, can't. can't I got look how small the play. I got a car hood. That, what kind of car is that? That's a, a Dodge Magnum that uh, <laughs> Earl Skakel gave me. Coke party Earl Skakel. And uh, he got a new hood, and he goes, you want this? I thought, oh, I'll make money on that on Craigslist in a minute. And it's been in the living room for three months. I was wondering if that's like a decorative piece, kind of like Yeah, right? <laughs> like Dodge Hot Rod Dean. Yeah. That's part of the scene. It's part of the rock and roll kind of uh, lifestyle, I guess. Before you go, tell the funny story about the uh, girl that shot that lotion oh, in your my head. Gosh, okay. And then um, we're out, but don't make it long. Okay. <laughs> so, a dated girl, Dennis, does Botox. We were no longer dating, had a zit on my head, and she yeah. said, Hey, you know, I do Botox. I'll get rid of that. And I was like, Okay, you know, because I was leaving to the Bay Area to visit another girl. I was right. Dating. And, um, so I walk out of the room, come back. She's setting up her needle to inject it, what she said, cortisone. She's loading hand cream in the syringe. And I was like, dude, you're not putting that in my yeah. head. And she's like, no. hand cream hand in a cream. syringe. Hand cream in a syringe. And she goes, no, I do it all the time. And I'm like, nah, you know. And she's like, trust me, it'll go away and it'll be great. So I was like, oh, I, it was, it's as much my fault as her fault, really. But uh, we're no longer I friends, I think it's really. 100% her fault. Okay. Because who the fuck says, first of all, she's never done it, right? right you tell right. me. Like, but she says she does it all the time. Right. That's evil out of the gate. It is evil, man. Second of all, you don't know what's going to happen to you. What if that just all of a sudden you went blind? You're shooting hand lotion into his forehead. infection, actually. My eyes start swelling up. Right. So she takes this needle, just sticks it, and just booze loaded. I felt like a pain going down my face. Yeah. I had to go up to the Bay Area. My head was all swollen. I went and try to get pussy like that. Yeah. And I, I saw a picture. Of, let me tell you guys what it looked like. He showed me a picture. It looked like... Um, one of those bad movies where if you have something living under your skin, like scanners or something, I don't know what movie it was where the people like they had like big golf balls. It looked like a golf ball right. on his it was forehead. That big. It was that big, uh-huh. and it was in the middle of his forehead. Right. And and she shot this lotion in him. Like what an evil bitch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I went to the dermatologist, and he said, there's something in the hand cream that your body will constantly be inflamed, and it's always going to be there. The only thing I can do is control it. He said, it's by a nerve. It's within your muscle. I can't cut it out. And at that point, I had to, like, take a moment, like, shit, you know. Yeah, like, he's going to be a fucking golf ball. Right. I'm talking, you're you're a dentist, you're a comedian, you're on stage, you're in the public eye. And you didn't sue the chick, which blows my mind still. Uh-huh. Not because of, I don't sue people. I don't believe in suing people like, I'm suing you. But this is an evil move. 
You like right. can you imagine my dentist? He's pretty hot, but he's got like this giant golf oh, ball. It was awful. Three. I wasn't going out. I wasn't hitting the gym, doing anything when that happened. I wasn't getting up on stage, obviously. But I actually I I found a surgeon, plastic surgeon, who cuts things out of people's bodies that shouldn't be there. Yeah. He cut it out. Looks pretty good. I, it's still kind of healing. I got a big old scar and some bumps. He said he wants to do another surgery, get rid of I got a dent in my head now. Yeah, actually. yeah, you do. Got a dent. But he pulled this thing out, and it was basically lotion has plastic in it. Yeah, paraffin wax. Yeah, he sent wax. It to the lab. And it, it turns in, uh, it never dissipates inside your, your body. You know, when, when, and this thing looked it, gross. He showed me a picture and check his Twitter late, later. I'll make sure he puts it on there. Yeah. It looked like a fucking like r- gummy worm. Right. A gummy worm. Right. Is what, what it looked people, like. People said, that's what my mom said. It looked like a gummy worm came out <laughs> right. of his head. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. It's got all that out. I'm so, I was so thankful we got out of there. Now, know. did you call her and go, you're a fucking garbage? Well, I I talked to her uh, and she said she would cover the co-payments and and she didn't. She the skipped on it. The first bill I got was six hundred and she said I can only give you half. And then she later gave me all of the six hundred, but it was so awkward. And she's like, I can't pay for it. It's too much. It ended up being four grand out of my pocket. Yeah, out of my pocket. Fuck for different her. Doctors for a surgeon to yeah. cut it out. I'm probably gonna have to have another surgery. It's kind yeah. of, you know, it's, it yeah. doesn't look great. It's livable. Now. Well, it looks like when I ride and a bug hits me, you know, <laughs> uh, it pow, it snaps you in the head. It right. looks like that. Now you said she did it on purpose. I, you know, I don't know if she did it on but purpose or not. Yeah, well, the surgeon to. said she worked the over. He said she didn't put it in the zit. She put the the needle to the skull bone. Oh. It was to my skull bone. You uh, saw how big that hole. It's like, so gross. Yeah. It's one of the grossest things I yeah, saw in a while. It's crazy. It yeah. happened to me. I can't believe it. I had a thing. Um, once I did a couple movies, I got SAG insurance. I don't have it now because it's so bogus. They upped how much you got to have. So uh-huh. my insurance comes and goes. If uh-huh. I'm working, boom, I got it. But I had a thing uh, in the side of my right rib cage. And uh, basically, you can get these things that are like ingrown hairs uh-huh. or a zit under your skin, and it, and it gets irritated, never goes away. The zit, it, what it is, is a zit that doesn't come out. Okay. And it sits under your skin, and instead of never coming out, it becomes giant. Mine was like, <laughs> uh, mine was like a marble on the side of my skin here. Uh-huh. So if, you t- if I took my shirt off, you'd be like, what's that bulging out of your side? So I finally got insurance. I went down to Kaiser right away, and the lady said, oh, yeah, I'm going to check you for cancer and make sure that's not cancerous. I'm going to cut it right out now. I see these all the time, and when I do, it's going to smell. And I was like, oh, all right, cool. When she cut it out, it smelled like fucking – this thing smelled – I, I whatever you think is the grossest smelling thing ever, like that guy's uh-huh. mouth in line at yeah. uh, Ralph's, uh-huh. times that times a hundred. Then she put it in a little jar and said, "You want to look at it?" I was like, "Get the <laughs> fuck out of here! I don't want to look at that. I'm it smells." And she's like a woman, and she's kind of hot, and she's right. like, "Oh, this one really smells gross." Oh, man. Yeah, so yeah, fucking nasty. Oh. Thanks for coming down, yeah, dude. Yeah, thanks for having me. This has been great, man. Yeah, uh, what's your Twitter? 
My Twitter is at uh, Shaylen McD, S-H-A-E-L-A-N-M-C-D. We just got that rolling yesterday, yep, actually. Yep, we got your Twitter rolling. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to help you out because yeah, I, uh, I can it, relate man. to you. Uh-huh. You work hard. Yeah. And, uh, and you're, 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 you were funny. You know? I, I appreciate it. It's, you know, I've been, like I said, I've been watching you for a while. You didn't know that. Yeah, that was so weird. I, right? I've been telling, you know, I've told my friends and stuff about you, and it's it's really an honor to be here today. I really well, appreciate great. it. Well, it's cool to, uh, I can relate with you because you are 36, you're a dentist, and you want to do something, and you're doing it. I know a lot uh-huh. of people in life, they always go, I, I should have done this or I should have done that. And, and what I always tell people like that is, what are you doing? Right. The fear of people's bills and their credit card debt locks them down. Right. And you're only Some here once. Some people do themselves in because of that Yeah, fear. let me tell you something. If you got credit card debt or whatever and you've made some big mistakes, I understand it. Everybody has. I paid my credit card debt off very lucky from a movie. I was I was done. I was tanked. I was like seventy grand in okay, from yeah. just bullshit late payments and everything. Right, I understand yeah. the gig, but once I got rid of it, I never got another card again, and my life refocused. Of all right, what am, what do I really want to do in life? I'm here. I've done some great stuff, but I want to keep doing something cool. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I don't want to just settle in. So if you're doing something you don't dig, which is great, you love dentistry. And you love comedy. You can do both. Who knows what'll happen? Right. But at least you're trying it. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of people go, well, I'm just so tired from my job. Who isn't? Right. You think I'm not fucking tired? I work seven nights a week, do four oh, shows dude, a night. I'm crazy. out till three, four in the morning. Yeah. Then I got to get up. I do some podcasting, audition or whatever. Man, and the stress and everything of where I'm going to fucking get money. It's right. crazy. Are, are, you seem like a happy man. You're a happy I'm man. I'm totally happy, yeah. though. That's the thing. You've right. got to be happy in life. So uh-huh. even if you had to claim bankruptcy or whatever, you know. No one cares about that. You know, Get you your mind. But yeah, yeah, if you do claim bankruptcy, though, do not be an idiot and get a card again because then you're just an asshole. Yeah. You know, get, do, do what you got to do, but do, you know, set yourself up for what you want to be here for. Right. You know, and if you don't know what it is, then fuck. You know, there's millions of people like that. We need you. Right. We, need, we need people that work at Ralph's right. or a fucking car wash or whatever. Yeah, the world goes God around. bless you guys or yeah. whatever. But there you go. All right, man. Cool, man. So thanks for uh, coming down. And when's uh-huh. your show again? November 10th. November Flap, 10th. Flappers, check Word. it out. And then uh, you'll, uh, you'll be bouncing around some open mics with oh, me. Oh, yeah, it's on, definitely. Yeah, we're going to go to Bob's uh, Espresso on Fridays. Yeah, Mike Damone spot. Huh? There, Mike Damone, there yeah. you go. All right, thanks for tuning in, guys. Let there be talk. I uh, hope you enjoyed that outside of the box episode, also known as Shit Tooth. <laughs> shit Tooth. The, the return of Shit Tooth. See you guys. <laughs>